The name of the Lord is a strong tower. We're going to start our message this morning. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The Lord ministered this to me, and uh, there's a, an old course that, that uh, just goes along with this scripture. It says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it, and they are saved. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord, Most High. And this morning, I want to talk to you about the name of the Lord and what does it mean that the name of the Lord is a strong tower? Because, you know, we, we hear people use the word God a lot. And you may have heard somebody use the word God in the wrong context with the wrong uh, adjectives associated with it, if you know what I mean, right? They use it as a curse word. They use God's name in a way that it shouldn't be used. And I'm sure you, if you, you've been around somebody or you've heard it somewhere, whether it's on a movie or at work or or at school, for all you young people out there, you've heard somebody use the name of God the way it shouldn't be used. You know, it's amazing to me. I always think it's, it's really amazing that we don't use any other name with a curse word associated with it other than God. Seems a little bit uh, uh, evil to me, if you think about it, that there's only one name that we associate with, with curse words, and it's the name of God. And the God, the, the, God, the, the, the one who sent his only son to die for our sins. We like to use his name in that place. Matter of fact, you know, the way I was brought up, I was brought up that we shouldn't use the word, the the name, use God in any reference that we use unless we're talking about him or glorifying him. And it's, I know there's a lot of people who don't understand that concept, um, that we, we use the term as, we, we have this OMG or oh my God that we use. And, and I, and I teach my, my girls, listen, are you really calling on God? If you're not calling on God, why are you saying it? Why are you saying? See, because what have we done? We're, we're taking we're taking God and we're putting Him down here. That He's just a it's just another term of in our in our our vocabulary, and it doesn't really mean a lot, you know. Because uh, when um, Jesus was on the cross, what did He say? My God, My God, why have you forsaken me? lot different term there, right? It means a lot different when we look at it that way. And when we say, hey, when we use the name God, when we're referring to God, maybe we want to be saying, hey, no, God, you are important. You are important. I, I, I need you to do something for me. Proverbs 18, chapter, uh, Proverbs chapter 18, sorry, verse 10 says, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. And the Scripture says this many times in Scripture. It uses the, talks about the name of the Lord. Now, a strong tower. Now, in those days, when you would build a city, you would, you would build a city normally with high banks coming up to it because then there was a few things that would happen. If it was high banks coming up to it, you could build the walls higher. And, and if you think, let's, let's think about the walls of Jericho. You ever, everybody know the story of Joshua and the in Jericho and the children of Israel marched around the walls of Jericho seven times or seven days, six days, one time, and then on the seventh day they marched around seven times. You remember that story? And then the walls came down. You know, one of the things interesting about that story is that you could not, even if they wanted to attack, it was one of the one of the hardest strongholds to attack. Why? Because it had high walls. And it had high banks going up to those walls, so you couldn't really you couldn't shoot your arrows up. It was a long ways, and if you tried to come up closer, 
the archers could get to you. They could shoot you very easily. It was a great vantage point, so it was very difficult to get to. And in those days, when you didn't have that, or if you had a vulnerable place in the wall of the city, you would put a tower in its place. Why? Because the tower is taller. So if you've got all this raised area and you could put a nice big wall up there, but then over here it's not, you would put a tower up there. Why? Because you're over the top of it. You're over the top of the enemies that are coming in, and it makes it a lot more difficult for them to get to you. And then the tower would be reinforced, and it would be built up very strong. You couldn't just go knock the tower over. As a matter of fact, in some, some places in, uh, during that time, they would put towers by themselves to protect areas of land. So even when marauders, marauders, however you say that word, whenever they would come through, they could still, they could sit there and they could protect the land because they were in a tower because they couldn't be taken out. And so when we say that the name of the Lord is a strong tower, the first thing that we need to understand is that his name protects us. His name protects us. And you've probably heard a story or two about where somebody's going through something, something's happened, maybe a car accident or some, something else, and they go, Jesus! And that's all they can get out. And there's been so many miraculous stories about when somebody has called on, on the name of Jesus and how something has happened. There was a, years and years ago, there was a, a, a family, and it was a, a mother and, and her kids, and they were driving home. Um, I don't remember where they were going from, the church or, or school or something. And they were driving home on a wet road. And as they were driving home on the wet road, they lost control. And there was an 18-wheeler coming at them. And all, all she had time to say is Jesus. And when she said Jesus, and that 18-wheeler hit them or should have hit them, it just went right through them. And nothing happened. And why? Because the name of the Lord is safety. And I believe, and I'm not saying that that's going to happen every time, but what I'm saying is the name of the Lord is safety. And when you need a safe place to go, when you need a place to retreat to, you can retreat to Jesus. You can retreat to God, and you can go to him, and you can get under his name. Uh, let, me, let me ask you something. Who, don't, don't say this, but, don't, but think in your mind. Who in your life can you think of? You're like, if I need somebody, I will call that person. And I can tell you, every one of you, hopefully, and if you don't, you can call me, okay? You can put my name on that list. But hopefully you have a person that you say, I can call that person. If something goes wrong, I'm going to give that person a call because I know they're going to be there for me. I know they will come and help me out if I need help right now. I know if something's going on that they will be there for me. Well, see, that's what Jesus is. That's what the Lord is. That's what God is. See, we can call on the name of the Lord Most High on God, and he will be there for us to be a safety for us, to put his arms around us and to help us and to hold us and to love on us. That's who God is. See, 2 Samuel, 2 Samuel chapter 22, 2 Samuel 22 and verse 3. Do we have it up there? 2 Samuel 22 and verse 3 says, The God of my strength, and whom I will trust. What did I just say? Someone you could call, you could trust. He says, the God of my strength, whom I will trust. See, God is his strength. God it can be your strength if you're willing to call on him. Hey, that person that you thought of a minute ago, if you don't call them, how are they ever going to come? How are they ever going to come help you? You know, I've had people go, man, nobody will be there for me. Would you call anybody? No. 
Well, how do you expect them to know that, that you're hurting? How do you, how, you know, God's such a great God, he doesn't force himself on us. But he's there for us if we call on him. But we have to do that part. We have to call upon the name of the Lord. We have to call upon the name of the Lord. He says, my shield and the horn of my salvation. So God is my fortress and my sanctuary. Any of you got a sanctuary? You know, any, a, a, a sanctuary. You go, well, that, what does that mean? Church? No, no. A sanctuary. A sanctuary is a place that you come in that nobody can mess with you there. That's your place. You know, guys, uh, you know, the, we talk about <clears throat> having our own place where we can set all our stuff up, right? Jordan, I see you laughing. Yeah, you're like, that's right, man. I got a place right now. I can think about it. You know, we set our TV and our Xbox and our surround sound system and our music and everything else to get our nice, easy chair. We'd all like to have a man cave, right? I've got too many girls. I can't have a man cave. I don't know what to do about that. They take all, my, all the room up in my house. I'm just glad I have a place to sleep on my bed, you know? And that's questionable at times. The sanctuary is where we come and, and we can... We, we don't have to worry about anything else, right? No, nobody bothers us. And see, the name of the Lord is a strong tower. It's a sanctuary that we can come to, we can get into, and it protects us, and it keeps us safe, and nobody can bother us. And you say, well, wait a minute, Pastor, but, but, what, what, but I still have all these things going on in my mind. That's the problem. Because you haven't found your sanctuary with the Lord yet. And I, it's not always easy. If you're like me, I'm a thinker. I'll ask Christy, what are you thinking about? Nothing. I'm like, how do you do that? That's not possible. you got to be thinking about something. I just asked you a question. You were thinking about the question I asked you, right? No. you got to be thinking about something. I'm always thinking, but, you know, it's those times, you know, and sometimes, you know, like I was up here last night praying at the church, you know, and, and I love having a church to go to now. Thank God that, w- that we have a place that's already set up and a place that I can come and I'll turn on a little bit of worship music, and I just want to come in. And, and sometimes I don't want to pray. I just want to sit and just rest. And last night, I just came here, and I said, God, I'm just here for you, if you could be here with me. And I just was down here on the front row and just sitting, just nobody here, just me. I can just enjoy it. See, the thing is, is we can have a sanctuary in the name of the Lord where we can run to and we can have trust and faith in. Because you know what? The question that arises is a few years ago, there were Coptic Christians that were killed. There was about 10 or 12 men that were lined up. You may have saw it on the news. You may have saw the the photos of it. They lined them all up in orange jumpsuits. And uh, ISIS stood behind all these men. They videoed it and they they cut their heads off right in front of everybody. And then when asked about, to ask, they asked the, uh, the wives of these men, they says, what do you think? What about those guys? What do you want to happen? And it's like, we just hope that they can hear about Jesus and that they can find salvation. See, when you are able to come under the name of the Lord, those other things begin to get smaller. And you don't, you're not so concerned about it. You know, the Apostle Paul, he said, listen, if anybody wants to complain about things that you've went through, let me tell you some of the things I've been through. He says, I've been shipwrecked. Man, I've been stoned a bunch of times. 
And for you youth, I've told you this before, but for you youth, it has nothing to do with drugs, okay? I mean, they would take stones and they would, they would throw stones on him, okay? He says, I've been stoned multiple times. I've been shipwrecked. I've been in prison. Man, I've had people just quit on me. I and mean, he, he had somebody that he thought he trusted in, John Mark, that just quit, just, just didn't want to do anything with him. And, and then, then his buddy that was traveling with him, they had to split up. Because why? Because they couldn't get along at the time. He, he says, I've had everything happen to me. So don't come to me and, and say, oh, all these things. He says, because I still love God. I still serve God. I'm still going to go out there. And he says, at the end, I'm going to say, I have fought a good fight, and I have kept the faith, and I have finished the race. Runners are like that. I'm not a runner, so don't ever accuse me of that. Unless somebody's chasing me now, you know, with a, mm, I'm not running in. And if, hey, if I'm running, you better run too because something's wrong. That's what I got to say. But runners, they get in that. If you know a runner who, who has done a long race, they've done a 24-hour. I talked about these 24-hour races that they do. There's a point that they get to as they're running that they don't, they don't feel anything really. It's just they're in it. And see, sometimes that's with us and the Lord. We just got to understand that even though it's difficult, if we will just hang on to the Lord, that we're going to get through it, that we can get to that strong tower that is in his name because we can call out to Jesus and say, we need you. God, I need you. I need your help right now. I'm going through something really bad right now. I'm, I'm struggling with depression. I'm struggling with, with sickness. I'm struggling with something else. But God, I've got you, and I need you, and he will come. He will be your sanctuary. He says, my Savior, you save me from violence. Now, Psalm chapter 18 and verse 2, look at that. It says, the Lord is my pillar in my fortress, my deliverer, my God, my rock in whom I take refuge. Again, what, what is the psalmist talking about? Just what he was talking about in Proverbs. A place of refuge. The name of the Lord is a place of refuge. And when we begin to call out on the name of the Lord, we can come and have a place of refuge with him. My shield, he protects me, the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. You see, because when you come in here on a Sunday morning, I don't know what anybody is going through unless you've told me. The Lord knows what you're going through, but have you called on his name? You see, when we come in here, the, the most important thing, and this is what I told, told our worship team as we were praying this morning before service, I said, listen, we've got everything we need. We've got a building. We've got music. We've got good teachers. We've got preaching. We've, we've got air conditioning. We've got everything that we need. But now we just need the Holy Spirit. We need God working and moving in our midst. You see, because we could do everything else, and you may be out there and you've done everything else and you've fought and fought and fought. And you're like, I can't get anywhere. I, nothing's happened. It's, it's not working for me. And the question that I have to you, well, have you called on the name of the Lord? Have you called on the name of the Lord to, to use that strong tower? Because let me tell you something. The Bible says that those things that you're going through, the scripture says we are wrestling we are fighting not against flesh and blood. We're not fighting against human. You know that person at your job that you're dealing with? You're not fighting against them. I know it may feel like it. And let me tell you something, you brothers and sisters, you're, you're not fighting against your brother and sister. You're, you're wrestling against something else. It's evil. The Bible says you don't, you don't wrestle, you don't fight against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities. 
rulers in the darkness. And it's hard for us to understand that because we don't, want, we don't think about those kind of things. We don't want to talk about those kind of things. And so what do we do? We go, oh, man, we're having such a hard time at, jo- at the job because of this, that, and the other. We're having such a difficult time at school because this person, that person, the other. And instead of us going to the Lord and saying, God, I need you. I need you to be my strong tower. I need a place that I can run to that I don't have to worry about this stuff. Does that mean the thing that, that, that's going to stop? The problems are going to stop? No. When you're in a tower, that doesn't mean that the people attacking the tower stop. But it means that you're safe and you're secure. And that you don't have to worry about it and be concerned about what's going on outside that tower. And that's why Paul said, I can do this. That's why Peter was willing to be hung upside down on a cross. Because he said, I love the Lord more than anything. That's why Stephen, the one of the first deacons and the first martyr, big martyr that we, have, we hear about. The, the apostle Paul at the time was not the apostle Paul. We called him Saul at the time. And the Bible says that Saul was standing there and he was holding the jacket or the coat of Stephen. Stephen was a godly man and he loved the Lord. He was a great deacon of the church and he loved the Lord and he taught and he studied and he did all these things and he gave just a great message before they stoned him, before they killed him. But Stephen was able to go through with that. Why? Did it mean that the persecution uh, stopped for the church? Did it mean persecution was going to stop for him? Well, other than he was dead and he was in heaven, that was a good thing, right? I mean, at least he went to heaven. But the persecution didn't stop, but he was still able. He was still able to stand firm in his faith. He was still able to say that I will continue believing this. And the Bible doesn't say how many people were saved because of his faith, but we can believe that many people were saved because of his faith and and because he stood strong. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. If you're righteous and you run into it, you're safe. See, that's the other thing. That's the other thing. Two things here. One, if you're righteous and you run into it, you could be righteous and not be running into that tower that the Lord has for you under his name. The Bible says that at the name of Jesus, all demons have to flee. All power is given under heaven through the name of Jesus. There were some guys, and they saw they saw uh, some of the apostles casting out demonic spirits, and they came and they went to cast out, and they're like, here, we're going to do this too. <laughs> this is going to be fun. And they went and did it, and those, those guys says, hey, you know what? We know Peter, and, and we know Paul. We, we know Jesus. We, we know who, who you're hanging out with. We know all these people. We've heard their names. We don't know who you are. See, what were they doing? They were doing it on their own. It says, we don't know who you are, but you want to know something? When Jesus comes or when you are using him in your life, see, they know who he is. And the Bible says that they tremble, that the demons tremble, that the things you're going through tremble. It trembles at the name of Jesus. You know, I've heard people pray before, and they'll, 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 get, they'll come down, and they'll, they want prayer, and I hear them, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You know, and I'm perfectly okay with that. Because if you don't know what else to say, just call on the name of the Lord. Call on the name of Jesus. There's so much power in his name. Now, the righteous run into it are safe. And here's the thing. If you're not righteous, you can't be safe. You don't have access to that strong tower. You know, when you come up to that door, 
you, when you come up to that door, that tower to get in, you can't, well, there's nothing you can do because you're not righteous. And there's only one way to be made righteous, and that's through Christ and his death, burial, and resurrection. Romans chapter 10, verse 13 says this. For everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. See, what's so great about this, what's so great, we just had the Old Testament, now we jump to the New Testament, and it all coincides with itself. Everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Now, what is he talking about right here? He's, I'm not, he's not talking about just the strong tower part, right? He's not talking about you go up to that door and you can't be right. You're not righteous. You haven't been made uh, clean and whole by the blood of Jesus. He's saying that if you call on the name of Jesus and you say, Jesus, I need you, that you'll be saved. It's such a great double meaning here. Because when you call on the name of Jesus, you come into righteousness. When you come into righteousness, you now have access to the tower. You have access to the protection, to the refuge. What did it say back there in 2 Samuel? He said, he said uh, the shield, uh, of horn of salvation, a fortress, sanctuary. And then in Psalm, he said, pillar and a fortress, deliverer, the rock who he takes refuge in. Shield, horn of salvation, high tower. That is our God. And what you may not be able to see in the natural, God is taking care of in the spiritual. But you've got to ask him. You've got to call out to him and say, Lord, what is your, God, Lord, I want, I want that. Lord, I'm calling on you. God, I'm calling on you. I want to use your name for my safety and my protection. Lord, I want to live for you, and I don't want to be making the mistakes that I've been making. Lord, I want to go into my job and in my school. I want to go into my family, and I, I don't want to make those same mistakes. I don't want, when, when I'm bombarded by those things that come at me, Lord, I just want to call on your name. And I know, you know what the Scripture says? The Scripture says that the Lord will give you peace that transcends, surpasses everything that you can understand. Everything that you can understand. How could those women whose husbands were killed on, on television, how could they do that? Because they had peace that only the name of the Lord can bring to a person. So this morning, maybe you don't know the name of the Lord in that way. Maybe, maybe you haven't committed your life to Christ. Or this morning, maybe you have committed your life to Christ, but you're not walking and with hand in hand and step with him and saying, okay, God, I'm going to live under your name this morning. I want to live under your name because your name is a strong tower. And that's what I want to do. Maybe that's where you are this morning. I don't know where you are. But this morning you have that opportunity. You have that opportunity to say, I don't want to walk out of here different. I don't want to walk out. I want to, I want to walk out of here changed. I don't want to walk out of here the same I came in. I want to walk out of here different. I want to walk out of here changed by the glory of God, whether you're saved or whether you're not saved. You know, because I see so many people. I'm telling you, I see so many people. And Connie over here could tell you, she's, she prays with tons and tons of people and Christians that they're not walking under the name of the Lord. They know Jesus, but they don't know the power of his name. They don't know the power of his name.